Well, as you heard in the news, another violent attack. This time it was a 22-year-old who was working as a food delivery person who was attacked while trying to lock up his bike. And to find out more about this, we are now joined by Steve Addison, who is a Vancouver Police Department media relations officer. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Jill, no problem. Uh, This is just uh, awful, looking at some of the details of this. Can you tell us uh, where this happened and what exactly happened? Yeah, this is awful. This happened right in the heart of Chinatown, right at Gore and uh, East Pender Street around dinner time uh, last night. Um, We still got a lot of work to do on this case, but what I can to to, to, um, fully understand everything that happened. But what I can tell you, what we know now is that we had a young guy, 22 year old man, um, newcomer to Canada. He came here in May. Um, as a refugee, actually. So he obviously came here to find a better life. Um, and he's uh, doing his job. He's a meal delivery driver. He was um, around Gore and uh, Pender in Chinatown locking up his bike to a, um, a, a pole um, um, as he was going to either pick up or drop off a meal, presumably. And he was at- attacked, uh, we believe, from behind by somebody that he didn't know. He stabbed a number of times, including in the neck. Um, suffered very serious life-threatening injuries. Uh, fortunately, a number of people um, from the community, from the neighborhood, did come to his aid, provided some first aid assistance to him, um, called 911, provided very valuable, timely information to our officers that helped us track down the person that we believe is responsible for this. And our officers were able to make an arrest about 30 minutes later down on the beach in Crab Park. So uh, we have a man who's uh, currently in custody before the courts, and uh, a victim who's uh, very badly injured, but he is in hospital, and we're hopeful that he'll survive um, and recover, at the very least, from his physical injuries. And this is, uh, again, going into kind of how this unfolded. I mean, 6 o'clock in the evening yesterday, people will remember just yesterday. I mean, it was uh, smoky, but it was a sunny day. There were a ton of people out and about. Not that there's ever a time when you would think, oh, yeah, I could see that happening, but especially you would think on a Sunday, early on a Sunday, evening well the very nature of crimes like this and we've talked a lot about these random and unprovoked um, attacks the stranger attacks that um, have been happening uh, for months and months in, in Vancouver now the, I mean, the very nature of them it defies all logic and reasoning so the fact that it happened at um, uh, at dinner time on a on a sunny Sunday afternoon on the surface they either might seem unusual but look there's no there's no logic to, to this type of uh, uh, offense at all um, we believe it was random. We believe it was unprovoked. We don't know what the motive is. That's something that we're still investigating. Obviously, a huge concern to uh, to us and a huge concern to the community. Chinatown, uh, in particular, has been through so much over the last number of years uh, and in months. Whether it's anti-Asian hate crimes, street disorder, graffiti, the spillover of the uh, the chaos from East Hastings Street. Um, stranger attacks and now we have another case here uh right in the heart of chinatown that uh obviously is going to um uh, shake people uh shake people to the core and um um have have people um, again increasingly concerned about their public safety the victim in this case as you said so he suffered a number of stab wounds uh, including to his chest and his throat are are you able to tell us uh, was this an attack with a machete with a knife uh, anything about the weapon that was used um, it was a knife. It was an edged weapon. Um, I'm not going to get into specifics about uh, about the, the the size or or uh, the description of that weapon, simply because that's um, evidentiary information that um, will likely be presented in court if this case does indeed go to court. But I can tell you, I can tell you with certainty, it was a, it was a knife.
And the the people that came to his aid, did, did they put themselves in danger? Or at that point, do we know had the, the suspect already taken off? Yeah, so like I can't say enough about the community involvement here. We always tell people, if you see something, call us. If somebody's in danger, call 911. And this is exactly what happened last night. Um, there were a number of people who witnessed uh, the stabbing. Um, uh, people who came to the victim's aid comforted, comforted him, um, applied pressure to his wounds as he was bleeding. Other people called 911, provided really important information about what the suspect looked like, what direction he was going, uh, how he was behaving. Um, and that information allowed us to uh, not only um, get to the victim and help him, um, he went to hospital, went, he's undergoing treatment, we, we believe he'll pull through, but it also helped us quickly identify the person that we believe is responsible for this. And in such a serious incident, such what appears to be a random and unprovoked incident, um, that generates such a public safety concern for us to be able to do that, for us to be able to arrest somebody so quickly um, is is so significant. So can't say uh, enough about what members of the community did last night, not only to help the victim, but also to help uh, the Vancouver Police Department in our investigation. Um, don't believe anybody put themselves in danger. The suspect had, did leave the area after after the attack, um, and the information that they provided to us was uh, did help us um, quickly locate the suspect. And that's that's just a that's that's fantastic. And I know in the past when we've talked about these attacks, there hasn't been anything to suggest that they're linked or there's something that that is for whatever reason that that some people are being attacked but it does seem strange that the, the one that we talked about a few months ago in the Tim Hortons where the mm-hmm. man was stabbed early in the morning while waiting in line in Tim Hortons I believe he had only arrived here he was visiting here from Mexico here we have somebody who who was a newcomer to Canada what can you say about the fact that we're seeing victims who is it just coincidence or we're seeing these people who have just come to Canada yeah, I would say that's a coincidence. There's nothing to suggest that um, that these attacks are targeted towards uh, newcomers to Canada. Uh, the case in the Tim Hortons in January, that was a visitor from, uh, from, I believe it was from Mexico, who had just come to Canada. Um, this is the case of a refugee um, from Afghanistan who came to Canada. Obviously, people who have come here to, to make a go of it, to, to get a better life. And it's tragic that when somebody does come here to start fresh, to, to get a better life, uh, then they, be, they become the victim of such a, a horrific and violent crime. Um, uh, that's, that's tragic. But there's nothing to suggest that um, uh, newcomers, refugees, immigrants, uh, any particular segment of the population is being targeted more than anybody else. Um, these cases, like I said before, they defy logic. They're random. They're unprovoked. Um, and we've seen uh, victims of all all demographics, whether they be men or women, uh, elderly, young people, uh, all corners of the city. So uh, don't want anybody to to, to think uh, if they're a newcomer uh, or they're um, uh, they're um, a, um, a visible minority that they're at increased uh, risk just because of a case like this. Um, the suspect, as you said, uh, was arrested quite quickly, uh, taken into custody in, in Crab Park. Is he a resident of Crab Park? That's something we're still trying to understand. Like I said, we've got a lot more work to do on this. Um, I can tell you that we tracked him down to the beach, down in Crab Park. Uh, we had a lot of resources in place. We were able to arrest him uh, without um, any serious incident there. Um, I don't yet know whether or not he's been living in Crab Park, whether he's been living in the encampment there. In fact, we believe he's uh, he himself is not a... Um, uh, may be a newcomer uh, to Canada or hasn't lived here for a very long time. Um, we believe he uh, likely came here from somewhere in the United States.
Uh, and when you say that, how long then has he been in Canada or do you know? That we don't know at this point. We're still, like I say, we've, we've still got a lot of work to do in this investigation. Uh, the news release also says that uh, police have asked the courts to, to remand him in custody because yep. of the violent nature of this. Has he been charged? Um, he'll be before the courts today if he hasn't been already. Um, and, and a lot of people don't, don't fully understand how the process works. Our job is to collect evidence, uh, respond to 911 calls, uh, make arrests when people commit crimes. We then present our evidence that we've collected to Crown Council, which is completely independent of the police. Um, and through the court system, there'll be a decision on uh, whether it meets their charge approval threshold, exactly what charges will be laid. And then it's really up to the courts to decide whether or not uh, a person like this would, uh, would stay in custody until their next court appearance um, or whether or not they'll be released. So we should find out more about that uh, later on today. Fully expected if he hasn't gone before a judge uh, this morning, he'll, uh, he will do so before the end of the day. And we uh, should know more by then. All right. Uh, and so his name has not been released, obviously, because we, we don't know uh, or we've not heard of charges being laid at this point. Do you know anything, though, about uh, any kind of criminal history or anything about this person? Um, so we can't, we're unable to release his name, uh, correct, because he hasn't been formally charged yet. We will do so when he has been charged. Um, he doesn't have a significant police history here in Canada, uh, here in Vancouver. Um, and like I say, we've got more work to do. We're doing some more background work to, uh, um, uh, to gather additional evidence to fully understand everything that happened. And uh, hopefully through the course of the investigation, which will go on for some time, uh, we'll be able to get a clearer picture of, uh, of what was going on here. Right. So not, not a criminal history in Vancouver or in Canada, but does that mean that there is possibly one in the United States? Uh, possibly, and that's something we're looking into, but I don't have the answer to that at this point in the investigation. All right, Sergeant Steve Addison, thanks so much for your time and for joining us today. Yeah, you bet, Joe.